0: The Affidea Podcast, brought to you with Express Care by Aphidea, with clinics in the Elysian and Cork and Northwood and Talla in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health. Hello and welcome to the Affidea Podcast on orthopaedics. I'm Breeda Brown and today I'm talking to Michael Eames, who's a consultant orthopaedic surgeon at Orthoderm. Michael, you're very welcome. And I suppose, first of all, what exactly is orthopaedics?
1: Hi, and thanks for having me. Yeah, orthopaedics is the study of bones and joints and their disorders. And it's historically, it started with looking at kids who couldn't walk very well, who had bent legs, and, and hence the logo for orthopaedics is often a tree that's supported by a splint. It's moved on a lot, thankfully, and now we treat a vast array of, array of conditions. Um, the, the trauma side of things, we deal with the broken bones from accidents, from falls, from car accidents. And then we deal also with the soft tissue injuries. And I'm an upper limb surgeon, and arm surgeon, so I would deal with a lot of tendon injuries as well as the joint disorders and laxities. And then generally orthopaedics also deals with the elective side of work, which would be the arthritis. And we work in conjunctions with rheumatologists and with GPs to try and minimise interventions. But then when it's needed, we would do things like hip replacements, knee replacements, shoulder replacements, deal with back pain. And those sorts of conditions.
0: And you say you specialise in upper limb issues, which is quite interesting. Why did you decide to specialise in that area?
1: Well, basically it goes back to I did plastic surgery for a while and I really enjoyed the interaction between fixing damaged nerves and tendons as well as dealing with with joints that weren't weren't working right. And historically, upper limb surgery there's a massive crossover between plastic surgery and orthopaedic surgery and it just seemed to sit comfortably with me. And I enjoy the huge array of conditions that we can treat. So one minute you'll be dealing with an elderly patient with very debilitating arthritis of the shoulder. And the next minute you'll be dealing with a professional sports person who's trying to get to the Olympics next week, who's got a disorder of their elbow, it's unstable, you're trying to work very hard with their physiotherapists, with occupational therapists, at the real cutting edge of medicine. And it's that spectrum that I enjoy. And, and you never really know what's going to come through your consulting room door.
0: And in terms of, I suppose, the past year with the pandemic, have you seen any particular increase in any of these upper limb issues?
1: Yeah, we, we've been, we've had a, a large change in, in our practice. And we've got, on one end, we've got people who've just been afraid to go out of their house and they have sat with very debilitating arthritis, which has progressed. And it's meant that instead of being able to to limit development of arthritis and do procedures to try and um, help a joint we're now dealing with significant end-stage arthritis and at the other end of the spectrum we're dealing with the weekend warriors who usually would go to the gym usually try to keep fit they haven't been able to they've got some gym equipment at home and they've just been going flat out and because they haven't been able to see a physiotherapist or their gp with a specialist interest or one of my colleagues they're not we're now dealing with tendon repetitive injuries and pain syndromes and poor posture and then people are working at home and they're no longer traveling, they're no longer seeing their colleagues and friends and and stress and lack of human interaction comes on top of all that and really gives us quite a completely different practice to what we had pre-COVID.
0: And how are you dealing with that then? How are you addressing it with the patients?
1: So what we're trying to do is, is get the message out is that you need to be assessed. You need to get up and see your local physiotherapist or GP. Try and get an assessment to see, is this a minor issue that's just ballooned out of control and, and that you've got a simple posture correction? Is it something that we can do conservative measures to try and help with? Or if there's something sinister going on, you need to be seeing a specialist to get the appropriate imaging scanning and then try and move forward with a diagnostic and management plan. And and it's hard... And, It's really got to the stage now that a lot of our consultations are taking two or three times the length they would take previously because people are hitting the internet, they're hitting Google, of course, to try and get information. But if you put the wrong information in, you're going to get even worse information back, especially with a lot of the international sites that are sponsored and heavily subscribed. So a lot of what we're doing now is trying to do patient education, and try and bring them back from saying, no, you actually don't need surgery for that. There's a very good chance that if we come up with a proper rehab regime, maybe an injection, whatever, we can help you come back. We can help you get better posture, better strength, better training and get you up to the level you want without having to need to lift the knife.
0: And that education is important because people will generally tend to think about the worst case scenario, won't they?
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and we all do. I mean, it's the natural response. You have a, a limb that's not quite working right. It's painful. A lot of upper limb disorders will affect your sleep. The, the, you can't lie on the side that's sore you, you struggle to get over sleep and everything then just escalates if you, if you can't get a good night's sleep you're worried about a diagnosis you've got the stress of not quite your working pattern you had before and all that comes to a head and so a lot of our time now is spent trying to just bring it back down to a level that people can understand what's going on so they hopefully won't be worried and then they'll start into a proper rehab regime as opposed to taking little bits and pieces off the internet that they think suits them and then self-diagnosing and self-managing, which obviously has a port you know, has a, a time and place, but not when it's got beyond control. And we really need to try and help educate and, and bring them back into line. So
0: in terms of that then, I mean, what preventative measures can an ordinary person take, even somebody who isn't having any issues at the moment?
1: So I think everybody needs to to try and look at every bit of their job. Um, So if you are sitting in a workplace, most workplaces have been designed ergonomically. They've had a little bit of input from an occupational therapist or occupational physician, and their desks and chairs are usually pretty well set up. Once you take that to home, it's very easy just to do all Zoom calls and do your working day from the edge of a kitchen table with a chair that's usually meant for only sitting on for half an hour in the the evening time, and you're suddenly making that into your office. You're distracted, so your, your daytime isn't quite just the same way it would be. And those start to have significant effects, and you start to stoop. You, you Probably your ergonomics aren't correct. You then try and grab a quick walk or, or do a little bit of gym work, and you, you haven't taken time to warm up properly. You're accentuating any injury that you've been carrying. And then you go back to work again, and you haven't had the natural daytime plan that you'd have had or stop at the gym on the way home as normal or get to see your physiotherapist, and that's the problem. So you need to sit down, you need to look at every part of what you're doing. If you're using a computer at home, if you're sitting on a seat that's not designed for that, then just adjust it. Make sure the height is correct, that you're sitting with your shoulders back, that you're in a comfortable posture, that you take breaks, that you don't just have the day, bang, 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 the Zoom call after Zoom call, or meeting after meeting, and that you build in proper breaks to relax, to do a walk, to maybe look at again your posture and whatever exercise you're needing to do and if you are getting poor sleep because of pain then see someone then okay simple analgesics are good for a while but you need to then see somebody and get a proper face-to-face examination and consultation and the best first port of call for a lot of patients would be their physiotherapist because gps are very busy with other things at the minute. if you can get to see somebody that's great but if you can't I would suggest going to a physiotherapist that has an interest in musculoskeletal disorders or bones and joints. And they are usually a very good starting place.
0: So the main piece of advice really then is if you are experiencing any symptoms, don't put it off, get it checked out.
1: Absolutely. Don't put it off because they will get worse. They'll extend it, And then you start to focus on it. And of course, as you just said, your mind starts to wander and think, is this a, a bad diagnosis? And most of them aren't. Most of them are simply settled and cured by seeing a specialist, seeing a physio, help with the general posture, take apart everything that you've been doing day to day and start to build it up again in the correct order.
0: And if somebody finds that there is a long wait to see somebody about their issue, what should they do?
1: Well, I think in the current climate, we're all struggling with waiting lists. Um, it, it's, it's really hard. There's a big backlog of serious conditions that, that physicians and surgeons are trying to get through. So I think you have to see that in, in, to help your lifestyle and to help your pain, it's probably best to try and seek advice through a private channel. And those channels can frequently offer, like we do in, in Orthoderm in Hillsborough, as a one-stop um, clinic, which is where you'll come, you'll see a surgeon, you'll see a specialist, you will then have on the same morning your scan and a diagnosis, you'll have a management plan formulated, and even by the end of the morning, you could have an injection and in the start of your physiotherapy. And that could easily take four to four and a half years off of your treatment plan and your waiting list. And I think most people who are struggling with pain can see the benefit of doing that. And that in itself will help to offload the health service and the problems they're having, but also keep your, your management plan moving forward and frequently avoid the need then for quite significant surgery down the line.
0: That's absolutely some very helpful advice, Michael Eames, who's a consultant orthopaedic surgeon. Thank you for your time today. We'll see you next time. The Aphidea Podcast, brought to you with Express Care by Aphidea. with clinics in the Elysian and Cork, and Northwood and Talla in Dublin. There's nothing more important than health.